I hate these dangly things she has on all of her sweaters. Drives me nuts. The sleeves? No, no. <laughs> sleeves would be acceptable. Okay. It's like bits of belt. Oh, but they're stylish. They're on everything and they're in my way. I'm sorry, <laughs> love is so hard. <sighs> Everything's hard, it's not just the love. Wait, mm, that sounds gross. Take it all back. <laughs> I'm on fire with you. I'm giving you a high five. She told me she loves me. Oh, goodness, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, is the whitest tooth person I know, Catherine Kogart. Thank you, Tim! You use a special uh, toothpaste? I use the normal toothpaste. I use Colgate. What do you Ooh, use? Ooh, normal brand. <laughs> normal brand. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, gosh, I think it's Colgate. I don't know. My whole life, it's always Crest or Colgate. It's just one of the big C's, you know? Yeah, one I, of the big C's. How do you feel about Fresh? Oh, what are they doing with those three things? I remember being pretty impressed as a youngster. Oh, with yeah. That. There, there were three distinct colors coming yes. out of the tube. Yes. I'm still not entirely sure how they achieved that. Halfway through the tube, though, you're like, wait, nope, now it's just brown. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, dental hygiene is one of those things where you sort of just are, um, you accept the propaganda pretty early on. And so if someone told me, like, no, no, you need to rub brown paste on your teeth twice a day to not have your teeth fall out, I'd be like, it seems reasonable. Because <laughs> I don't know. What's up with toothbrushing? It's just weird. We're, we're not taught to question our toothbrushing beliefs. Exactly. We, we don't we think never critically do. about it. You know, when you really think about it, picture those, like, those um, tartar gremlins or whatever they are, the, yes. the, the plaque monsters. Yeah. Like, that's some play. serious propaganda bullshit right there. Mm -hmm. Like, look at these growling inhuman things that are, <laughs> like, trying to attack you and your way of life. <laughs> they're bacteria, and they're just trying to make a living like everybody else. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, all, it's all part of an extremely important microbiome. That's, that's what I say. Mm -hmm. And this is why I never brush my teeth and have no friends. Two for Same one. Same story here. Doesn't matter. You have you have millions and billions of bacteria on you at all times. They're my friends. Not to mention the face spiders. <laughs> the face spiders. They Ugh. tell the best jokes. Terrifying. Obviously, you and if I had have different experience with face spiders. <laughs> one the other day, I was talking to my face spiders, and they told me this great joke. Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow who? Interrupting cow Smith. Interrupting cow Smith. Wait, wait, wait. Why am I asking who again? <laughs> yeah, that's isn't it weird that like if I finish like with a normal, it's like, who? Wait, no, I already told you my name. <laughs> yeah, if there's no joke, I'll just keep going with who. You've caught me in a loop. <laughs> again, I've been brainwashed by things I learned when I was four or five. Always brush uh, your teeth. Always, always, always ask who during a knock-knock joke. If there's always. any pause at all, yeah. just say who again. Yeah. <sighs> so what are we talking about? Uh, oh, gosh, take your pick. Um, today, 
Uh, well, so I, I was just out running. Um, listeners will not uh, be able to see, but you should picture me in a bright orange running shirt and some serious short shorts. Nice, bro. Um, yeah, right? Oh, you should see my legs. It's amazing. And I've got all these pockets. It's, it's just incredible. <laughs> you know, that's what girls like, right? <laughs> short shorts with lots of pockets. <laughs> Why do you need so many pockets on your short shorts? Oh, it's important for, for running reasons. Um, so for keys, keys. Well, okay. So okay. I need one for keys and keys. that's an interior pocket. And that's very important yeah, because yeah. otherwise they're all jangling everywhere. Sure, Throws sure. off my rhythm. But then also I listen to music while I run. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I need a place for originally my MP3 player. And since I've leapt into the 21st century, my multi-purpose phone. Um, and so, but that is heavy. And so it's key that it not just go in any old pocket. Right. And so it's a center pocket right across the back. Because oh, that way, again, doesn't throw off my balance. It's actually not super interesting, but... I'm not going to be one of those armband people. Not going to do it. No? Ugh. Mm. Uh, your problem is that your arms are too skinny. It would just slide right off of you. Yeah, and they're wavy. It's great. <laughs> <coughs> Look how far I can reach. Oh, inflatable um, guy. <laughs> so I was, I was just out running, and yeah. I... Uh, it was a short run. Mm-hmm. And I was just uh, sort of headed down to the towards the downtownish area, and I went through the sort of San Francisco theater district. Let's call it. It's like where the the symphony is and everything. Sure. And so there's always old people dressed nicely there. Okay, the cultural um, center. Yes, of course. They're uh, usually coming out of cocktail hours or you know light dinners before the ballet. Ugh. Um, I'm sorry that's so upsetting to you. <laughs> it's a little rough. It's 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 it really puts you in the mind to recognize your station in life. I feel like mm. do you not never do you never like come across people coming out of the theater and they're just like dressed in tuxedos and stuff and you're like walking by in ripped pants and you're like oh I felt pretty good about myself till right now. Oh really? No, I um when I see people who are fancy and and stuff, I'm like I want to be fancy someday. That's, that's my reaction. Oh, see, I think we're back to um, the difference in uh, my conceptualizing myself as already grown up and you not. I feel like that's that's where that big difference comes from, yeah, don't you I think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, you still gosh. have a lot of time in your life. Oh, to only not be grown up, and then I could just be like, oh, I'll get there. Um, nope, nope. Got a family to support. Got a, got a dog I got to take care of. Oh, but... Um, yeah, wow. Oh, she's so lazy. Just lays on the bed all day. Well, I'm working, trying to support her. <laughs> Unbelievable. So I'm running past these cultural elite types, and uh, there's a bunch of them waiting on the corner. And uh, you know, they're they're not in their they're not in their element because they're not at a cocktail party or at the symphony. Um, and so they all are standing on the corner, sort of confused, kind of going, "Oh, well, geez, where's the man with the car?" Um, and and so they're really taking up a lot of space in the corner, but I'm running and I'm like, as I said, listening to music and I'm in the groove and they only have this little gap between them and the building. <clears throat> and so I just go, okay, I'm going to shoot this gap because like, hey, I'm running here. And as I do that, a lady whips around the corner, uh, an older theater type lady whips around the corner and she goes, oh, 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 oh. And, <laughs> And I felt really bad. Like, I turned and it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And then I kind of just kept running. And I'm trying to figure out there. And um, 
correct me if you're wrong here, but you're you're not a, a huge runner. You wouldn't say you're part of you follow the running lifestyle. Would no, you? I wouldn't say that yeah. at all. So so where who do you feel like was the more impolite in that situation? Because I feel like I don't know. I, I feel a little mixed. Like one, I'm like, well, usually the person going faster needs to like mind themselves. But at the same time, like, what was? Come on, I'm just Did trying to get through. Did you actually touch her? Um, like in any no, way I did not run into her. I no. don't see. I don't think either party was being rude. I think she was startled, and you were going fast, and this is just a situation that happens in life. You think I just overread into it? Because I felt I like she so, was. Yeah. She was a little. She seemed a little chuffed. Sometimes I uh, drop my keys, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Uh, you know, like <laughs> I'm sorry. A, essentially, a younger version of the impression of this woman that you just did. <laughs> Some people just don't handle being startled well. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure anyone does. How do you do with startling? Is it the keys? Is uh, it just the keys? How do I deal with startling? Like, I've been startled. Yes. How do I react to being startled? What's, what's step one? I know you've, you've, you've worked this out with your therapist. Like, <laughs> and then I dropped my keys. Catherine, we talked about this. What do you do? You go to your happy place. <laughs> I, am, I follow my heart when I'm startled. Okay. Tell you me know, more about that. I think I have to express myself when I'm startled, you know? Mm-hmm. It's uh, I have no choice but to but to make a noise. You must like a sing out, old lady. A sing out. Yeah. I express myself to the everyone around me, even though they don't care that I drop my keys and it has nothing to do with them. And they all and I feel shame as they look over at me and they're like, "Why did she just yell? Oh, she just dropped her keys. <laughs> Everything is fine." <laughs> and uh, uh, when you feel the shame, now is the singing out? Does that get rid of it? Or do you need to go into full musical mode to fully eradicate the shame? Uh, oh, usually I um, I smile very, very widely at them. And I try and think of a joke and I tell the, that person who's looking at me the joke as quickly as possible. And then I leave. <laughs> uh, can we do this right now? Uh, okay, yeah, let's do this. Okay, okay, drop your keys. Okay. Oh. Ah. Huh. <laughs> Knock knock. Uh, who's who's there? Interrupting cow. And we'll be right back on the Doom to Fail podcast. on the Dupe to Fail podcast, it's talking about running, getting active. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, listeners, but it's Athletics Week. I'm sorry. Oh, is that why we're doing this? But it's Athletics Month on the Doom to Fail podcast. Oh. So all oh, this month, okay. talking about athletics, getting fit. We got a tweet, actually, uh, about that gym thing, getting swole. That was, uh, that was corroborated. I, I knew it would be. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> Our listeners I, are always there for us. There they are. Um... So running, now, now you said earlier that you're not uh, an adherent to the running lifestyle. I would say I'm an anti-runner, not because yeah, so I, I I hate it and I don't think anyone else should do it. Like you know, a Nazi is an anti-Jew. I'm not like an anti in that way. Like I'm more like um, anti-matter to matter. I would say. 
Uh, okay, so then... Wait, are you going to annihilate at some point? Um, as long how, as uh, I don't touch a runner, we'll be fine. Oh, but we can never hug again. Well, mm, price, price we pay. pay. Yeah. Oh my god, friend! Oh, we should hug. great. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Don't make that face. Oh, sorry. Um, it doesn't translate well to the audio. <laughs> I made a face, everyone. Make one of those good faces that translates well to audio. Woo! Ah! <laughs> hey, that's a good noise. Thank you. That's a that's a real Wilhelm scream. Thank you. I'm full of noises today. <laughs> Perfect for recording. <laughs> uh, so, how, how, what makes you say you're an anti-runner? I mean, just in that, like, the very idea of jogging offends you, or? How does one really embrace anti-runningness? I, I don't... See, I think it's not something you embrace. It's just something that you are. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how one would embrace running. Uh, Well, you put sneakers on and run most often. Most yeah, days. it's really easy to embrace not running. You just don't put sneakers on and you don't run. Well, that doesn't seem like anti-running to me. What would anti-running be? I wanted to believe in this, Catherine. I wanted to believe in this Moving anti-runner concept. quickly... <laughs> You've got just like blasted hamstrings because you're really working those the whole time. I um, I was, uh, I walk home, which is why I don't feel bad about my non-workout style because I have like a 45-minute walk home every day, so that's good. Well, that and, sounds nice. Yeah, and like six blocks of it are like solidly like straight uphill, so I have you know a little bit of a cardio, and I think mm. I'm gonna start trying to walk up the hill backwards. <laughs> just to work on my hamstrings yeah well yeah it, it's important to have a balanced workout yes uh and then once you've done that for a little while make sure you start cartwheeling up the hill can uh, one cartwheel uphill you can try i'm sure you can hmm i'm sure you well, can we sh- i mean i have no proof of this though well i mean i wouldn't cartwheel up my hill there's kind of some broken glass and stuff but well that's just the added challenge so, <laughs> I feel like working out, now running is a good example, so um, I went and played uh, some frisbee last Friday, and the next day, I hadn't I hadn't played like really hard in a long time, so the next day I was pretty sore. Yeah. And that's one of those pains where you're like, oh, well that means I did good things, good for me. Sure. Whereas cartwheeling onto broken glass, it's one of those pains where you're like, I'm so stupid. <laughs> Of course, I shouldn't have done that. There was broken glass. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but I feel like those pains are pretty close together, right? Couldn't do, couldn't you see a way where you could it mentally make the broken glass pain feel like you did something good? You're like, well, you know, that's a good challenge to my body's healing abilities. <laughs> so I guess on one hand, I feel like I'm sure there are people who do do that. And on the other mm. hand, I feel like you shouldn't be cutting yourself, but you should be sort of pulling your muscles in order to make them stronger. Interesting. And I, that's the dichotomy that I see here. I don't. I, this is. This feels weird to me. What's the Th- difference? That feels weird to you. Yeah. Why is? I. I don't get it. You shouldn't be losing blood. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. What about sweating? Isn't that basically blood? Like, but no, clear? No. No. I think so. I don't. No. Hmm. No. No, what's the difference? I, I think it's just clear blood. Well, sweat comes out of your glands and blood goes through your veins. Well, I'm pretty sure veins and glands are the same, though. I, no, I 
I think glands are part of the endocrine Catherine, system. And I, veins I think, are part of the cardiovascular system. Big party, okay. Two different See, now, you, now you're just making up myths about various systems. <laughs> they call me the I, myth maker. I think, I think the big difference, again, this is just going to come down to personal difference. You, you, you are a fully expressed human being, and I'm an undifferentiated gray blob. I don't have multiple kinds of liquids or systems or vessels in my body. It's just and here's just gray where we really goo in there. Get down to it. I mean, this yeah. is the fundamental reason why we do this podcast to explore the difference there <laughs> between gobs of goo and human beings. <laughs> <laughs> um, were you? I I remember being legitimately surprised when I realized how many various like cardiovascular like systems there are in the body like the whole lymph system where did that come from i don't know yeah like uh, why is there it's like a shadow system <laughs> like a shadow government in your body yeah. yeah exactly it's super important you have to have lymph going around your body and then also it's just it's just leeching off extra um extra energy from like the hard-working good parts of your body your muscles your heart all that stuff the heart the heart drives the blood the lymph just kind of gets pushed around by contractions that happen to be happening elsewhere it's a parasite i'm gonna say it right now the lymph system is a parasite and lymph is the product is, is its waste an exclusive doom to fail scoop right now tim dobbs admits to being anti-lymph you remember when the show had some facts in it uh. um, no. Huh. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> we'll be right back on the Doom to Fail podcast. Back on the Doom to Fail podcast, talking about running, getting out there, getting those shoes strapped on. Doing a lot of vocal fry lately in the intros. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. it. Yeah, I'm all well, for it. Well, you should it. keep doing it. Hmm. Hmm. I really What's your take want you on to be it? happy. Oh. That's a, that's an interesting case you're making. Yeah. Um. Why? Give me ten reasons. To be happy? Yeah. <laughs> No, for me. Oh, for you to be happy. No, no, no. For you to want me to be happy. Oh, because then you're not mean to me. Hmm. I don't know. Well, then you're not genuinely mean to me. The I podcast see. is better when you're happier. Okay. The, uh, um, the days are sunnier in my life when you're happier. Mm -hmm. I think about you always. <laughs> Well, that counts for five, uh, I guess. No, you're the um, center of my universe. Um, right. I, I mean, I don't know. I, mm -hmm. I, that's, that's all I've got. I'm sorry. I can't come up with ten. Um, it's funny. I don't buy any of them except the center of the universe. So <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. That <laughs> one just sure. felt honest. Yeah. 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 You know I'm really bad at lying. <laughs> oh, gosh. So let's see. About running. 
I don't know. You're going to have to ask me something because okay. I, I got... <laughs> I, here's something that I've asked a lot of runners. Well, it's... I don't know. Let's just get into it. Were you All ever... right. Into the weeds, everybody. <laughs> into the weeds with Catherine. New segment. Um, were you ever not a runner? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my my entire... um. Every time I'm running, I'm further enacting the story that I've written for myself starting when I was like 13. Um, as you know, I, I was a, a portly child. Yes, uh, yes, you were fat. Yes. We get it. Uh-huh. Jovial. Um, and now you're really skinny. <sighs> you're can we so just get skinny. over that? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's so great. It's just one and then the other. <laughs> There was very little happy medium there. It was like, Tim, you're fat and we don't like you for that. And then it was like, Tim, you're skinny and we don't like you for that. <laughs> it's like, oh. That's okay. People don't pay attention to normal people. That's the thing. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it gets lost in the noise. Um, if someone is not, or if no one is talking to you about anything, you're really boring. <laughs> Good advice. So, that was really specific, wasn't it? It works. I don't know if it does. If no one talks to you about anything, you're boring. Actually, you know what this is? This is a way to feel bad about yourself at parties. <laughs> like, if you go to a party and just, like, no one's talking to you. Like, honestly, the reason they're not talking to you is just they didn't happen to get talking to you yet. They you know, take they'll... one look at you and, like, boring. Yeah, boring, but that's what you're boring, telling boring, yourself. Boring, boring. Mm-hmm. Ugh. They're just, everyone's glancing over going, Ugh. <laughs> I can't even. Just everyone's forget. Everyone's glancing over to the gray gelatinous blob of a human being or not a human being we don't really you know, know it's funny no one calls me out on that they're always just like jeez you're such a skinny gray gelatinous blob <laughs> and i was like but i'm a gray gelatinous blob that's intelligent and they're like oh i'm so skinny it's not fair <laughs> what's your body mass index they don't have that for gelatinous blobs <laughs> it's it's impossible to come up with standard deviations with a sample size of one Please, I just want to find others like me. You got, haven't you go gone to a gelatinous blob con? Oh, jeez, they have that. Oh, See, yeah. I need to get. Yeah, it's in Phoenix. Oh, I'm not going to Phoenix. <laughs> well, there's your problem. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, Are you also one of those Phoenix. Sesame Street aliens? Nope, nope, yep, nope, nope, yep, nope. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I'm one of the. I'm one of the negative ones. <laughs> <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Podcast. <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> well, this is exactly what the people tune in to hear about. I think this um, is the month of of finding new incarnations of Tim. Well, which... Oh, you do not believe how nicely you've tied this together. Um, this is this ties in with athletics because this was uh, very much a turning point in my okay. in my young developing life. Is when I was thirteen. You know, I was uh, I was fat, and then I decided I'm not going to be fat anymore. Um, when I was 13 and, and luckily I was also able to take advantage of a growth spurt at the same time. Um, you know, getting like a foot taller in a year really helps, but I decided I'm going to go out for sports. Uh, and I went to the baseball team cause I've always liked baseball and, but I've never played baseball. So I got cut like day two, sure. which was fair. That was yeah. a, no, it was a, it was a fair call. Yeah. Um, I did, I laid down a pretty good bunt in practice, but other than that, it was all really bad. Um, and then, so track uh, is not a team sport, and so it does not require everyone to be good and cohesive. So they take anyone. And so I went to track, because that was, they, they were who would have me. And 
I the first day they're like, okay, you're gonna go run four miles, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was like nightmarish. Um, but good. Like at the end of it, I was like totally wiped out, and uh, that entire first season was spent like just trying to like you know not stop running, and so it became the story about self determination, and um, slowly growing from. Sort of just can't even run to like, hey, look, he's here. To like, hey, he's a contributing member of the team. This is over through the years in high school. Mm -hmm. To like, hey, like Tim is actually like really helping us out. And it all like, and I've never sort of self-conceptualized as an athlete because, you know, as a kid, like I wouldn't get off the couch. And so um, that's why running is important to me, which I think was the question you asked, is that, uh, oh, you asked, were you always a runner? Yes. And I turned it into a question that I wanted to answer. Well, no, I um, think that's a that's a really that's a good story, and I think that's a really healthy thing to do for yourself. That I, you know, just haven't gotten around to yet. Mm. Um, and I don't really care to. It's too late. Thanks. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, so what what are you thinking? I think. I don't know. I've never, I've never really felt a satisfaction from running. Mm. Um, and I, I've run for like, I ran for thirty whole minutes before. That's the longest I've ever run. But I did That's run pretty for good, thirty yeah. minutes. That should be long enough to get like an endorphin rush or something. Well, no, I think it depends. Um, thirty minutes uh, not really for me. Uh, I think it's person to person. Yeah. But also, um, I think my endorphin rush is like three hours in. <laughs> and that's just a, that that's a pretty high barrier to entry for me. I mean, if you're talking about if you're trying to like really make this into candy, like where it's just like suddenly you feel great, um like for me that's come very rarely and only yeah, like a ways in. Like um I think the greater thing for me is more of a uh it's a de-stressor and it's a, sort of a way to sort of release a lot of adrenaline which builds up throughout the day. Yeah. No, I get it. It's simple. It's easy to do. Any any schmo can do it, but not any schmo can do it well. Um. Well, yeah. I guess it depends on what your goals are and what well is. You know. Yeah. For me, like doing it well is like, well, I felt good after, and I didn't get hurt. Yeah. There's just, I mean, there are other athletic things that I could be doing, which obviously I'm not. Well, I am walking. I'm doing a lot of walking. That's good. Um, and I did read an article that, and this is very yeah, easy reading. To no, that's athletic. No, no, it's about running. <laughs> well, your eyes must be tired. Actually, Grant read an article and then I looked it up. And I did actually read it. <laughs> oh, okay. I read it, but he told me about it. Grant read an article and I had him give me the highlights. <laughs> Normally that's what happens, but this time I actually read it because I wanted to be really clear on the conclusions because it applies to my life so well. That sounds um, interesting. That they performed a study on like the Runners Association of America and the Walkers Association of America. Mm -hmm. And as long as you are expending the same amount of energy, like mm. which essentially boils down to taking a longer walk yeah. than run, um, you are at you are also at a lower risk for, or at the same level of risk for heart disease, diabetes, and like That's the same great. general level of health. Interesting. So as long as you're expending the same amount of energy, running isn't that much better. Uh, yeah, and it's terrible for your knees. I mean, yeah. So you know, oh, I'll have it's knees. so brutal. Um, um, and I don't really have legs, <laughs> which is really <laughs> frustrating to me. 
like the second I get into like a marathon or anything competitive with running, it's like, no, you, you're really bad at this and you're never going to be good at this. And sorry, short legs. Wait, when did you get into a marathon? I, or? I, not, I don't want to because, well, I yeah. mean, okay, so PE, they make you, like you run are... against other kids and compare yourself to them constantly. And ugh. That was miserable. That when is I was all PE to... is. <laughs> <laughs> compare yourself to your peers and how much less athletic you are. Smart kid. No, I mean, that's what uh, that's what I really loved when I had the sort of slacker gym teachers, the ones who, like, the older people who weren't, like, trying to, like, make us excited or, like, or, jeez, uh, God forbid. We, yeah, it's presidential fitness test, right? So you yes. would have had to do it, too. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, like, why were they doing that? It's like the Hunger Games. It's awful. <laughs> the only one I could do was the V-sit because my legs were so short I had an mm. advantage. Yeah, I bet you were an ace there. I always got the highest score on V-sit. Very nice. Um, yeah, no, those were terrible. And again, like I was not fit throughout the time that I had to be doing that. I remember once I, uh, I probably was kind of scuffing the numbers a little bit for the push-up test. Like I probably wasn't going as deep as I was supposed to and my spotter wasn't. So I gave the gym teacher the number I did afterwards and she was like, really? You? <laughs> and I was what? like, yes. And like walked away like... Like, this is why, oh, why are we doing this? Boy. But what was great was the sort of latter part of high school where, one, I was in pretty good shape. But more importantly, the guy was just like, so uh, any of you who want can go play dodgeball, rest of you, whatever. Like, that's what gym should be. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to go out to the tennis court and uh, God, there's, like there's the, stuff here if you want. The sports units, because A, I'm a girl. <laughs> B, I don't what have does legs that or any sort of athletic thing. So all like the dudes are like <laughs> passing to each other and hanging out. And then like, I'm a, I'm a girl and I'm trying to participate. And they're like, you're a girl. We're not going to pass the ball to you. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, that is, I mean, that, that does speak to the, the cruelty of children. Um, yeah. They're like, no, it's important. We win. I'm not going to let her practice. I don't know. You just got to get your hands on the ball. You should have. You should have worked on steals. I think. I think like after school, you should have been like, uh, you know, just get a friend, a trusted friend, and be like, all right, I'm just gonna try to keep stealing the ball from you, and then you can just show up and steal, and and still be really bad at shooting. I'm, I'm imagining this is basketball. So you can still be really bad at shooting. So all you're ever doing is stealing the ball from your teammates, <laughs> and then just like screwing up the shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would have convince them to pass the ball to me way more often but it doesn't matter because you can steal it from them at any time and they know that i'm saying i'm saying don't do the carrot do the stick like you know i wish i wish i had someone to tell me that back in school yeah well this is why i'm starting a new business uh coaching um coaching uh high school aged girls uh out in the parking lot after school that's not (laughs) weird i don't think no not at all I thought you were going to say I'm starting a new business, traveling back in time, and uh, helping nerds with PE. I'll, I'll admit that that's a better business, but I'm just one gelatinous, great, great <laughs> gob of goo. So I mean, much. I can't do everything, yeah. You only have so many trips in the Wayback Machine as a gelatinous <laughs> blob. I only have so many pseudopods. I mean, I can't. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, running is... um. I'm at a point now where it's more of just like a sanity maintenance thing. It's just like, it, it levels me off. Yeah. And I think, I, I, I can't fault anybody for not wanting to do it because it's not super fun. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a, one of those cases where I addicted myself to something that uh, is probably good for me in the long run. 
you know, I mean, it's either that or heroin. So I yeah. think I made the right call. Yeah. Why'd you go with heroin? Um, Tell me about when you were 13 and, and you, I look, you were fat and you were like, hmm, well, I could get into exercise or those, those heroin people are really, really skinny. Well, we were playing spoons. Yeah. And I mean, everybody knows spoons just naturally goes into heroin because you already have the spoon. You're most of the way there. You are most of the way there. It's, so. It would just be a waste. I mean, and that's why you shouldn't let your kids play card games. Um, or have utensils. And that's the and that's the moral of this podcast. Yeah, spoons, heroin, knife, knife games, forks, uh, uh, Frankenstein monster mobs, pitchforks. You know. Right. Yeah. No, that was. Yeah. It was a leap, but we got there. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we have landed safely. Oh. Oh. Love your body, Catherine. It'll love you back. We'll see. <laughs> one more, one more torrid affair. All right. Well, that was the Doom to Fail podcast for this week. Join us next week when we continue Athletics Month. And we'll see you then. Until then, that's Catherine Kogut over there. Tim Dobbs over here. Bye. Bye. Take me home, I'm feeling stressed. Put down your phone and I'll tell you what's happening next. Honey, you're passing the test. She sees what she wants to see.